Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is LOL Storytime. We are finally catching up to our August shoutouts. If you made a character name request before August and feel I may have missed you, please email the show so we can get that resolved. Big shout out this week to Maud, Aaron, and Aaron. We've had name requests from two different Aarons, which actually worked out perfectly for today's story. Love when that happens. Thanks to our three special listeners and, of course, to everyone else for tuning into the show. Today's story is called The Invisible Friend. Let's get into it. This is the story of when Aaron met Aaron. And no, we're not talking about some journey of self-discovery where one hikes through a forest and climbs up a mountain in the middle of nowhere trying to figure out who they really are. No, he simply just met another kid with the same name. Aaron thought meeting another Aaron was the greatest thing ever. Sure, he had heard of other Aarons, but to have a chance at actually becoming friends with one, that was really cool. Guess what, Mom? I met another kid with the same name as me. Good one, sweetie. And what is their name? It's Aaron. Oh, wait, I see what you did there. Well, anyway, get this. The other Aaron is the same age as me. And, well, what else? He likes red and I really like blue, but hey, that means we both like color. And get this. Neither of us have beards. Isn't that something? It's like we're truly meant to be friends. Aaron's mom, who may or may not have been listening, answered with, Oh, that's nice. Your father used to have a beard. She looked like she might have more to say, but then trailed off and went back to reading her magazine. Well, I don't actually know for sure that he doesn't have a beard, because I haven't actually seen him. But I mean, what are the chances of someone our age having a beard, right? Now Aaron had his mother's full attention. Aaron, you know how your father and I feel about you talking to strangers online, remember? Oh yeah, no, of course. Aaron and I met in real life. It's just that he's kind of, sort of, invisible. But invisible kids deserve to be treated the same as anyone else, right? Oh, sure. Yes, sweetie, you're absolutely right. Say, how does your head feel, by the way? Terry, can you get Dr. Tuttle on the line for me? I think Aaron may have fallen out of the treehouse again. So maybe Aaron's parents weren't quite ready to believe him. But he did recognize that it might be more weird if they did believe he'd made friends with an invisible person. How the two Aarons came to meet took place at the park about a week before the new school year was set to begin. Aaron was minding his own business when out of nowhere a football hit him on the head. Aaron looked around to see where the ball may have come from, but there was no one else nearby. Then, before he could pick it up, It appeared to pick itself up and start moving away. Wow, a ghost ball, whispered Aaron. Upon hearing this, the ghost ball stopped floating away and started coming back toward him. Aaron screamed and began running the other way. Get away from me, ghost ball! I mean you no harm! Unless, of course, you're an evil ghost ball and meaning you harm is the only way to keep myself safe. Oh, mommy! Relax, dude. It's not a ghost ball, said a voice that Aaron had assumed could only have come from the ghost ball. Well, now I'm just confused, said the Aaron that could be seen. 
and he remained confused for at least another hour while invisible Aaron tried to explain everything to him. Eventually, Aaron just had to ask, So you're actually so powerful that no one can beat you? And while of course you couldn't tell by looking at him, it was now invisible Aaron who was confused. What? No! Haven't you been listening? I'm invisible, not invincible, clarified invisible Aaron. Well, that's still really cool. You know, we should totally be friends, suggested Aaron. And friends the two Aarons quickly became. They played video games together. They built forts together. They even tried playing hide-and-seek together before realizing that hide-and-seek is a terrible game to play with your invisible friend. Before the first day of school, the Aarons received the best news of all. Not only was Invisible Aaron going to be starting at the same school as Aaron, but they were also going to be in the same class. I can't wait for everyone to meet you. They're really going to like you, said Aaron proudly. So, about that, began Invisible Aaron. This is actually the first time I've tried going to school since turning invisible, and I'm feeling really nervous about it. Ah, you have nothing to worry about, assured Aaron. Just stick close by and I'll keep my eye on you. Sorry, bad joke. But for real, you don't even have to worry if you show up to school and realize you forgot to put on pants that day. Does that actually happen? Asked Invisible Aaron. Aaron began slowly nodding. All of the time, my friend. All of the time. When the first day of school arrived, the two Aarons walked into class together, though it appeared as only one. Aaron couldn't even make it to a seat before exploding with excitement. Hey everyone, I want you all to meet my new friend Aaron. He's cool with you guys calling him Invisible Aaron so you don't get us mixed up. You know, since he's invisible. Obviously, right? Aaron's classmates weren't sure what to make of this. Aaron, you have an invisible friend? asked a girl named Maud. I sure do, and his name is also Aaron. Pretty cool, right? Very cool, agreed Maud. It's nice to meet you, Invisible Aaron. Invisible Aaron said nothing in return. Other kids started trying to ask Invisible Aaron questions, but Invisible Aaron kept quiet. Does your invisible friend talk? asked Maud. Well, yeah, but maybe just to me? I think he's feeling nervous about school. Aaron, interrupted Maud, I think what you mean is you have an imaginary friend. Aaron's face turned the color of a tomato. Whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. He's definitely not imaginary. 100% real, I swear. It's okay, Aaron, said Maud. Lots of kids have imaginary friends. My four-year-old brother has an imaginary friend named Buckwheat. No, seriously, began Aaron. But he never got to finish because the teacher called for everyone's attention to begin the day. At recess, Invisible Aaron apologized to Aaron when they were alone. Sorry, buddy. I just wasn't ready to talk to anyone yet. This whole school thing is a lot for me right now. That's okay, mumbled Aaron, who clearly was still not okay. Invisible Aaron tried his best to cheer his friend up following recess when the whole school gathered for a welcome back assembly in the auditorium. The principal was standing behind a podium on the stage trying to give his welcome back speech, but every time he tried to talk, his tie flipped up and tickled his nose. He'd then giggle, 
recompose himself, and try speaking again. But the tie just kept on flipping up for no reason, tickling his big hairy nose. My goodness, is there a breeze coming in through an open window? <laughs> that tickles. One of the teachers suggested the principal just take his tie off. Take my tie off? Take my tie off? Would you tell a police officer to take off their badge? Would you tell a construction worker to remove their tool belt? Would you tell a chef to take off that funny white little puffy hat? Goodness, no. The tie must stay. Aaron finally clued in to what was going on. His invisible friend was pulling off one of the best school pranks he'd ever seen. And though it was meant to cheer Aaron up, he was still fuming when he arrived home. Mom, Dad, I am fuming right now. Can you believe everyone thought invisible Aaron was my imaginary friend? Can you believe that? It was so awful. Oh, I'm sorry, son, said Aaron's dad. Did the other kids call you names like stinky imaginary friend boy? No, answered Aaron. It wasn't like that. They just asked if invisible Aaron was imaginary. Oh, I see. So then it was more about how they said it then, huh? Did it sound like, oh my gosh, Aaron, is your new friend like imaginary? Ew. No, answered Aaron again. It wasn't how they said it either. It was said in a nice way. Right then, said Aaron's dad. Janice, did you ever hear back from the doctor? So perhaps Aaron's parents still weren't convinced that he hadn't smucked his head falling out of the treehouse. Over the weekend, Aaron had the unfortunate pleasure of running into Maude at the grocery store while shopping with his parents. Ugh, oh, what do you want? groaned Aaron. Yeesh, nice to see you too, Mr. Grumpy Pants. Why so moody on a Saturday? asked Maude. Isn't it obvious? Aaron shot back. Everyone thinks I have an imaginary friend. Big deal. You can be friends with whoever you want. Don't worry about what others think. Well, yeah, except I don't have an imaginary friend. He's invisible. It just so happens that he's also really shy. Say, Aaron, do you even know why he's never bothered to switch back? You know, like making himself visible again? Listen, Maud, pretty sure you can't just turn it on and off like a light switch, said Aaron. Maud nodded in agreement. But there is probably a special elixir he can drink that might turn him back. Have him check out that little shop downtown that specializes in potions and elixirs. They seem to have an answer to almost any problem you can think of. Aaron pretended to brush Maud's advice off but then he was the first customer lined up for the shop to open the very next morning. Unfortunately, the shopkeeper inside was... Maud? Are you kidding me? What are you doing here? Oh, hi, Mr. Always So Happy to See His Favorite Classmate. Welcome to the Potion Hut. It's my mom's shop. I just help out on Sundays. So, what brings you in? Asked Maud. Um, Really? Don't you remember we had a whole conversation about this yesterday? Oh, right, said Maud, giving herself a gentle facepalm. You need an elixir to make your invisible friend visible. Well, let me first check my book of spells. 
While Maud was leafing through a giant book that appeared to be 5,000 pages long, Aaron took notice of the shelves upon shelves of different jars, bottles, and beakers of all sorts of strange-looking stuff. "'What is all of this?' asked Aaron. "'Oh, you know, like I said, we have something for everything. That over there can make a kid grow a beard. And that stuff up top makes you really good at math. But it also makes you stop liking video games, so we don't sell much of that one. Oh, and look, here it is, the Invisibility Reverser. But I should warn you, this one tastes like what you might imagine our teacher's socks taste like. Aaron decided the benefits of drinking some funny sock juice would totally be worth it for his friend and bought an entire bottle. At school Monday morning, Aaron could hardly contain his excitement. Invisible Aaron, I have the best news ever. So do I, said Invisible Aaron. Get this, I accidentally turned a box of donuts invisible over the weekend. Now we can sneak them into class and stuff our faces with donuts without anyone knowing. I mean, people might wonder why your face is moving for seemingly no reason, but who cares? Tell them you like chewing on air from now on. Anyway, it's just my little way of saying thanks for being such a great friend. I love that you accepted me just the way I am. Anyway, what's your exciting news? Aaron thought for a moment before answering. So, there's this potion shop downtown, and they have something you can drink that will make you grow a beard. Aaron then turned his face toward his classmates. Everyone, I don't care what you guys think. If you want to believe I have an imaginary friend, then so be it. I don't need Invisible Aaron to show up for you or anybody else, because he always shows up for me. Maud spoke up. Dude, get over it already. Half the class showed up with imaginary friends this morning, including me. You've started the coolest new trend. My imaginary friend's name is Hubba J. Pop Pop. And just then, Invisible Aaron finally spoke up. Maud, that's one banging name you chose. Nice one. I think I'd like to have an imaginary friend too. And while I probably don't need to tell you who then gave themselves the world's biggest facepalm. The end. That's our story. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to check out more LOL stories. Catch ya on the next one.